Yo, 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 what's up? This is Taman. It's Tyrese. We are the Lazy Dads, home of the world's number one podcast for people who don't want to do anything. It's the name Lazy Dads. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm you know, saying, you know, I, we, we got to go through these. You know, I got to work them out. It's funny you say that because uh, uh, I was getting clowned because, you know, we do uh, a video chat podcast and like an hour away. <laughs> My man was like, you could just drive down there once a week. I was like, yeah, I could. I mean, you, you, I could, could. you could. You could. You could. <laughs> right, um, man, speaking maybe. of which, um, I, I am coming up. Uh, to the city on Thursday. Uh, got a meeting this, at work, so you know this Thursday. Yeah. Uh, during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, why you can't come up on a Friday? See, if you would have came up on a Friday, I would have rode back with you. But, you, know, <laughs> you can ride down on a Friday. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get that. Be yeah, I gotta drive down. Yeah, I might. I mean, I'm not doing nothing this weekend, so I might come down on Friday. And hey, uh, space and opportunity, man. Yeah, hey. watch the game. I mean, usually that's people use that in a violent way, but I guess you can use it different. That's fine. Hey, that's man. your that's that's your right. <laughs> hey man, listen. That's your right. Listen, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Who used what in the past? It only matters about how I'm going to use it moving forward. That's it. That's true. That's uh, you know, I might, I might come down for the Sunday for uh, what is it? The Baltimore game on Sunday. Yeah. All right, work. Then, All right. What is it? An hour, work, man. Let me take, know. How long can it take you? To get uh, a little longer, like an hour twenty, something like that. Well, it's not, not long. Bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, no, no, that's not, it's not bad at all. Might have to make something happen. All right. There you go. Woo. So what's up, man? What's been going on for the past week? Uh, you know, it's our uh, Monday recap show. So, uh, you know, we're trying to get a little discipline to these proceedings. So uh, <laughs> Monday recap show, uh, playoffs happen this weekend. Uh, get into that James Dolan topic quick, real quick, because the commissioner's response on that was crazy to me. And then, uh, you know, the coaching carousel, uh, Belichick and Harbaugh is the two biggest names out there to me. I, I, I mean, it's other coaches out there, but I feel like Belichick and Harbaugh are like the main pieces people are waiting to see if they're going to drop somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, whatever else happens, uh, the Tar Heels are playing Wake Forest right now, up four. They are the number three seed, slowly getting back. You know, uh, since I got, got y'all here, can we take a moment to uh, – Let's give people some time, you know. I mean, I know it's early, you know, they could fall and be terrible for the rest of the year, but you know, uh everybody was calling for Hubert Davis's head last year because he had a bad season. Like, can we relax? Can we let people can we give people time to either fail or succeed? Like, my man had two years and they were ready to fire that man. Like, that's crazy. Like, get that man hey, some man, time. He, re- he, first re- head coaching he replaced game. Roy. That's, I mean, I mean hey, Roy had a lot of experience. Man. Roy, 
Roy left. I mean, that's Kansas true. That's very true. After winning a lot at Kansas, and then he just brought it over to UNC and got dubbed. So it's a little bit different when you start from scratch. This is Hubert's first team. I mean, he coached the JV, but that's not the same as coaching big time college basketball. So he's got the team playing good. He's a good recruiter. Like he always yeah. has gotten good players. So for the, his three years that he's been there. So let's relax. Let's get that man some time to either sink or swim. So, so far, nah, it looks like he's you swimming. You know, like, I know. I know. I know. The message boards are immediately. The message boards for any, all last year were terrible. But it's funny because those same people, that's what be tripping me out, yo. Like, now you they're back on the bandwagon. Yeah, like, you can't be the person, like, hey, get him out of here. Nah, nah, nah. But then also, you the biggest fan. But they were like, that's so fair yeah. weather. Like, let's be better. Come on, people. Hey, man, Speaking that's which, the average uh, sports fan or the average college uh, sports fan. That, uh, that only applies to certain people. So uh, let's get into that first topic, the playoffs from <laughs> the divisional round. So the uh, Chiefs pulled it out against the Bills. And, uh, I mean, this Chiefs team isn't that great to me. Like, they don't do anything special. No, like, yeah, Travis, Kelsey, Mahomes are, you know, they're, they're great. But the biggest thing for me is – they got to lean on that run game, and Isaiah Pacheco runs so angry. I don't know who hurt that man in a past life or his current life, but that man runs so violently. Every time, it's like he'll have a wide-open hole, but he'll run through so he can get the most contact instead of bouncing it outside. It's like he wants to hit people. And, you some know, people, had, they had, just got to they, – they need to feel somebody when they hit yeah, that hole, man. I guess, so, I guess hey, so. hey. He had he had almost 100 yards rushing in a touchdown, but I felt like with this makeup, like they don't have a dynamic receiver to this point. Like Kelsey's their best receiver, and he's a tight end. So mm-hmm. without that threat downfield right now, like they're going to have to lean on that run game, especially if they want to play with Baltimore. Because if, yeah. uh, if they got to play a catch-up game, I don't think they're built for that, especially the way Baltimore plays defense. They're the best defense in the league. But um, yeah. so yeah, I uh, I thought they leaned on the run game, and you know, as a team, they had over 150 yards rushing. Show so of course that was something that I thought was going to be very important for them. But and then their defense did what they've been doing all year: opportunistic, you know, playing playing well when they need to, locking down when they need to. They got some big stops. But I thought the biggest thing for me is Josh Allen. He he, ch- I don't want to say he choked, but he sold that game. Like Doug, you are that guy. Right, you were you were for Buffalo. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say he the best yeah. in the league that guy, but you are supposed to be that guy for Buffalo, right? You got the ball in your hands, the chance to have the final drive, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, and you played all season to get to this point to where you have a home fourth quarter, and and with the ball, like you had everything you needed, everything you would want if you said started the season, what would you like? Ball in my hands, last five minutes at home to go to the conference championship game. You can't ask for anything more than that, and he didn't get it done. And I don't think he's getting enough ridicule for not getting it done because if there, there are other quarterbacks who would have been crucified if they wouldn't have got it done in that manner, and he didn't get it done. So I think Josh out this, yeah, people are going to say it's on the kicker, the kicker missed, blah, 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 blah. But even if the kicker makes that kick, there's so much time left. 
and they have two timeouts. Like they can, they have their full playbook. They can run, they can get it to Kelsey. Like, yeah, uh, the Chiefs don't have great receivers, but I mean, Mahomes was still 17 of 23 for 215 yards passing and two touchdowns. So it's not like they weren't moving the ball even without a dynamic playmaker like that. So there was so much time. Like Buffalo needed to get a touchdown and they needed to, uh, two more clock after they got that touchdown. So Mahomes didn't have time to make some magic happen and he didn't do it. So to me, yeah, the kicker missed it, but you can't trust kickers. Like you cannot leave the ball in the kicker's foot. I usually say ball in the hand, but that doesn't be here. You can't let the kicker be the decider. Like it's on Josh Allen to me. Like it's not on anybody else. Josh Allen should have got it done and he didn't. So yeah, I, 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 that's that was my biggest takeaway from that. Like, you have a Chiefs team that isn't as good as they have been, and you didn't get it done. You still didn't get it done. How many times are you going to lose to the Chiefs? How many times are you going to lose to the Chiefs and we're going to keep making excuses for you to be? Like, everybody wants Josh Allen to be this dude so bad, and then when he has the chance to be that dude, he doesn't do it. And then he just yeah. keeps getting a pass. And not today. Not today. Not going to give him a pass, huh? If that was Lamar Jackson, <laughs> like if Lamar Jackson has the same scenario coming up on Sunday, they are gonna Ooh, we still be hearing up. about it. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, come right on, now, man. Yeah. So yeah, nah, it's on Josh Allen, man. Uh that's 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 my takeaway. Uh moving on to the uh Bills opponent, or I'm sorry, the Chiefs opponent for next week, the Ravens. They uh I mean there's nothing really to say about they the game. They're great. Really, I mean, yeah, they, they're not. It looked, er, it looked they, early, they, they and then cruise, the Ravens yeah. like, hey, like, it's like, all right, rust is knocked off. We had a little, we had a little uh, layoff. We were a little rusty coming out the first half, but then after that, they did what they do. Like the Ravens are the best team in football to me. Like some people say it's the 49ers, but up until this point right now, those two had played, and the Ravens dog walked them. So the Ravens are the best team in football to me. They have been for they are. Uh, I think yeah, like I think what like week five, I think or something like that is when they start turning on week six, something like that. And they've been the best team in football since. So they have a top five, or they have the best rushing attack in football. They have a top five uh, point scoring in football, and they have the best defense in football. Like. <laughs> the Ravens did what they were supposed to do. So we'll see what happens next week when the Chiefs come to town. For me personally, I think uh, the Chiefs should be nervous. Uh, they gave up 182 yards on the ground to Buffalo. So now you have to go to Baltimore to the best rushing offense in the league after giving up almost 200 yards to Buffalo. So if I were uh, – if I were a Chiefs fan, or if I, yeah, if I were Chiefs fans, I'd be a little nervous. Um, cause yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Buffalo had a top, yeah, they were seventh in rushing, but they aren't on the level of Baltimore. So if I were a Chiefs fan, I'd be nervous because I have a feeling that the uh, Ravens are going to run all over the Chiefs. So we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, um, I, so I do think Baltimore is going to win. I don't think it's going to be close, but this is the best uh, defense that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. Um, yeah, they are but second he in scoring defense and yards. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Baltimore is going to win probably going away. But, uh, you know, if there is uh, any hope or uh, anything for uh, Chiefs fans, I guess, to feel hopeful of, uh, is that they actually have a pretty good defense, too. It's just, yeah, like I say, Mahomes. So it's one of those things, like, ain't got no yeah, help. they have a good So it's going to be defense on defense, right? Like, probably, it's probably going to be a 3-3 first quarter, scoreless first quarter type shit. And then... It's going to be one of those things like the Ravens are getting stops, but then they're moving the ball. So then the Chiefs defense has to be on the field because the Chiefs are getting three and out. So the defense stays on the field and then the Ravens are going to break it wide open. So I think it'll be close early. I agree. But then I think, yeah, but then I think, um, I think once the Chiefs defense goes through a couple cycles of their offense going three and out and then the Ravens start moving the ball because the Ravens have weapons like outside of um, Lamar Jackson. Obviously, they have multiple running backs who can get it done. They're receiving course. Zay Flowers, a big fan of his. He's he's playing really well. Odell has had games where he looks like he is a good contributor. Isaiah likely is he stepped up big, um, but they've they have so much that on offense that can get it done that I think um at the end of the day they're just gonna they're just gonna outwill uh outwill the Chiefs and uh I don't think they're gonna have much to say after uh I say probably around the middle of the second quarter I think it's gonna start uh leaning towards uh the Ravens and pretty easily. I just I just don't see uh I don't see the Chiefs offense moving the ball as well as they did at times against the Buffalo. I mean, even at times against Buffalo, they stalled out. So now you're playing yeah. the best defense in the league. And and then they also say that uh Mark Andrews might come back. So you're adding another weapon for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson on top of an offense that was already rolling. So I really don't see the Chiefs hanging with them. But you know. Patrick Mahomes has been that dude the last six playoffs because they've gone to six straight AFC championship games. So he's made, he's gotten it done, but you know, most of those have been on at home and he hasn't gone up against too many defenses like the Ravens have. So we'll see. But uh, I I definitely think it's going to be a Ravens Super Bowl representation from the AFC and uh, from the NFC. From the NFC, the Lions beat the Bucks, and um, yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about the Lions game. I didn't watch it, uh, but I did want to point out something that I thought needed to be pointed out. Uh, I don't want to take away from the Lions, Dub. Good on y'all. Y'all did y'all's thing. Congrats. Uh, so all my homies from Michigan can't say that I didn't give them their just due. Good job. But uh, what I wanted to touch on was, so the Dolphins long snapper, I don't know his name, but uh, he he brought up a point that Jamel, he tweeted at Jamel Hill, and I'm a Jamel Hill fan, so I clicked on the story to see what was going on. And so Jamel Hill had a, had a tweet when Dan Campbell was hired, and she basically called out the hire. So the long snapper for the uh dolphins he wanted to make the point that hey looks like it was a good hire but i think the point 
that dude is missing is that she wasn't saying that it is or is not a good hire. Her tweet was directly saying that black head coaches would not have gotten the offer that Dan Campbell got based on his resume. And that's all she was saying. And she's absolutely right. There are still almost 10 teams in the NFL who have never had a primary not we're not talking about filling in because the coach got fired midseason. I'm talking about hired to be the full-time head coach or a minority coach. They haven't had a minority coach be the head coach. It's almost 10 teams that haven't had a minority head coach. Like that that's all she was saying. She was pointing out that the NFL's hiring practices when it comes to minority, especially black head coaches, is an issue. And that's all she was saying. She was saying with that resume. Dan Campbell wouldn't have got if he was a black dude, he wouldn't have got that same shot because his resume wasn't that impressive based on what they usually say you have to have. So, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like it's working out good for him. I have no issues like I don't care. I'm not a Lions fan. Doesn't matter to me. Her point was that it wouldn't have happened for a black head coach like that, given the NFL's hiring practices. And she's right. So New England is one of those 10 teams who've never had a black head coach. And they just hired well, him this not year. anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. With it, it's 2024. <laughs> How long have the Patriots been around? And this is their first black head coach. And it's a it's it's eight or nine other teams who are in that same boat have never had a black head coach or have never had a minority head coach. So her yeah. point is still valid. Like in a sport that's dominated by black players, you have teams who have never had a black head coach. That's crazy. And that's all she was saying. She wasn't saying that he wasn't fit. She was saying that a guy who had 10 years of coaching experience wouldn't get a head coaching job if he was black. And they have it. Eric Bieniemy, yeah. I hate for Eric Bieniemy so much because I feel like the dude should have a job already. He has over 20 years of coaching experience, including coaching high school. And Dan Campbell just stopped playing, got a job uh, in the NFL, and then kept it rolling. Eric Bieniemy coached high school, he coached college, then he coached the NFL. Like he's coached everywhere but Pee Wee, and he might have a Pee Wee resume somewhere, but they just don't post it. So <laughs> the dude has coached everywhere and still doesn't have a job. That was the point that she was trying to make. She wasn't saying that Dan Campbell wasn't a good hire or shouldn't have been hired. She was saying that given the NFL's track record, a black head coach with only 10 years of coaching experience would not have gotten that shot. And she's right because the NFL has showed us that. Yeah. Um, I agree with everything that you just said. Um, I'm actually starting to wonder if um, if there's something about Eric Bieniemy that is just not being put out there because – I mean, if you let LaShawn McCoy sell it, he's a dickhead. But Well, I mean, yeah, I, I've heard that. I, I have heard that. But, yes, I mean, so you're a professional coach. You Sirianni. have to be. <laughs> Sirianni has a uh, has a uh, a video where he's flipping off people, but nobody says anything about that. Like that's cool. So uh, hold on. Yeah, but, but but I mean, so again, you like, you know, we're held to a higher standard. You you have to be more professional. Um, yeah, you have to win at a higher level. I mean, all of that. I get it. It's, it's just I. So my my issue my issue with the whole Eric Bieniemy thing is every other coordinator under Andy Reid has gotten a job has gotten hired. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. 
But then when it comes to Eric B. Enemy, they say, oh, Andy Reid calls the plays. Well, you didn't say that when all them other coordinators got the job. You didn't say Andy Reid was calling the plays. It, it was it was the combination of the two, or it was just them. But when it comes to Eric B. Enemy, so you know what I'm saying? And maybe maybe they know something I don't. Maybe they're right. Maybe I, Eric B. Enemy hasn't called a damn play a day in his life. Maybe, maybe that is. Maybe he's just a figurehead, and I don't know something. But until somebody tells me otherwise, there's no reason why dude shouldn't have got a head coaching shot already. And I blame yeah, Carolina that, that, for that, not hiring him because they've odd. had two chances to hire this dude, and they, they brought him in for interview one time, and then they never – hired him then they hired two trash people and now the organization sucks so that's why i'm not a fan of carolina well not now the organization sucks the organization sucked before but i mean yeah they had some winning ways Uh, at one point and then Tepper took over, and he only wants to hire people who are his golf buddies, and he's uh, he's an idiot. So, you know, that's a tangent that has nothing um, to do with the playoffs. But, you know, <laughs> since so we're did you here. See they, um, they promoted uh, – well, not promoted. They hired Dan Morgan, uh, the new GM, uh, Carolina. Yeah, I just got that note. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I'm not a fan of Tepper, and until – He's out of there. I like. I'm not. I'm not really. You know, not re- not really supporting him like that. But you know, you're hiring a guy who has Carolina lore. I'm sure people who are still fans of the team probably love him. But uh, I'm on that petition to get Tepper up out of there. Just so you know, we eight thousand strong right now. So you know, whoever started that petition, shout out to you. We might get him up out of there. But uh, he's a terrible owner. I was hyped, and I, I will go on record. I was hyped when he got there because he came from Pittsburgh, and I was like, "Oh, all they care about is winning. Let's get it." No, no, no. He clearly was a minority owner in stake for a reason because he doesn't just care about winning. He wants guys who he can play golf with, as he said. That's his words, by the way. He wants guys who fit in at his country club. So you know you'd you rather are have not going to let that be you. No, because I'm the dumbest quote ever. You are playing. You are the owner of a football team, and you say I want guys who can fit in at my golf club, dude. What? What does that have to do with playing football or coaching football? Like that's why they suck. Not so, a you know, damn thing. You got rid of Christian McCaffrey. He's cooking in San Francisco. Got rid of DJ Moore. He's yeah. cooking with the Bears. So what are you doing? Yes. You. You didn't listen to your GM and your coaches when they said get CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud's cooking. Now I don't know if Bryce Young has I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be good or not. Pro football focus says that Bryce Young may be great. Apparently, when it comes to hitting wide open receivers, nobody does it better than Bryce Young, according to Pro Football Focus. But they don't have anybody to get open because they traded everywhere everybody away because they have an incompetent owner. So, you know, but that's just that's just my tangent. We should probably keep going with the playoff talk because that team sucks. <laughs> but uh, so the Don't 49ers, really <laughs> the, the 49ers, uh, you know, they won. Uh, it actually they survived. Better. They survived. Yeah, yeah right. Like uh, if first of all, if I'm a Dallas fan, I'm pissed. <laughs> Because boy, was that the week to catch San Francisco? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Definitely look boy, was that there. the week to catch San Francisco? Because uh, you know, the uh the Packers moved the ball. I mean, yeah, Jordan Love didn't look amazing, but 
He mm-hmm. had almost 200 yards passing, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones ran the ball for 108 yards. Like, if I'm a Lions fan, I'm hyped because the way that the Packers were able to move the ball, I'm hyped. Golf is better than yeah. uh, Jordan Love at this point right now, I think. And they have more weapons, I think. So if I'm a if I'm a Lions fan, I'm hyped for my opportunity. But uh, I think this is more of a case of the layoff getting to San Francisco. I mean, the layoff got to Baltimore too. Baltimore just didn't let it affect them all the way through. Like they they tightened up yeah. at halftime, whereas San Francisco kind of allowed uh, Green Bay to stay in the game the whole game up to the that last pick. So. I think uh I don't know I, I the the 49ers are what the Ravens are but in the NFC so they should win um but I mean if this was a bigger issue than just layoff or just rest I'm saying I'm sorry if this is a bigger issue for San Francisco than them just being rusty from the rest then they're going to be in trouble especially where the Lions are playing right now the Lions are playing well uh they're rolling and you know, Dan Campbell's got them and everybody in Detroit believing that they're a team of destiny. So, you know, you can't mess with teams of destiny because uh, we just saw Michigan win the national championship and they were a team of destiny, as the as the pundits say. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I think that what it, they uh, that's what they kept saying. I, uh, they kept saying they were a team of destiny. Everybody came back and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Michigan versus everybody was the mantra, and you know, Harbaugh kept getting suspended. And we did it for you, coach. <laughs> they said they were. Doing I, the I mean, I guess. I guess. I, that's just what that's what the pundits say, man. I'm just letting you know. All right, uh, where we at? Oh, James Dolan. Did you see the story? I saw bits and pieces of it. All right, so a woman alleges that uh, during one encounter, uh, is what the lawsuit alleges, Dolan became extremely assertive and pressured a young woman named Miss Croft into unwanted sexual intercourse. And then on another encounter, uh, Croft said she was summoned to Dolan's room and she was, she had unwelcome advances and she. Uh, she felt obligated to submit to have sex with him. And then on another occasion, uh, supposedly he was trafficking her to other people, basically. So, uh, you know, story still still being investigated and going through all that stuff. So, you know, I can't say, you know, who who's right, who's wrong. You know, I'm not a lawyer or a judge. But what I can say is that owners don't really have the same accountability as the players and i don't understand why oh like, absolutely not. <laughs> like there's no story out nobody's talking about it nobody's asking for his for dolan's opinion like could you imagine if this was a player like they would be if this was julius randall non-stop. or jalen brunson there would be non-stop question at every press conference where he played so I don't yeah. understand how there's not more people asking questions about this. And then the question that was asked to uh, the commissioner, Adam Silver, who's usually pretty solid about this stuff, he said, I, and this is a direct quote, I saw the article and I don't know anything else about it other than I read the article. That's what he said. So he said, we'll stand by and wait to find out more information. What? That's it? You ain't. You don't have. You didn't call the man and ask him like, "Hey, you're one of our owners. You got anything you need to tell me? Like, 
do we have anything to talk about? Like, what is going on? And I, I just feel like as the NBA commissioner, like, you should at least have said, yeah, I called Dolan and we had a conversation at least. Like, or I talked to the legal team and they're getting in touch with Dolan's legal team. At some point, like, you had nothing. All you had was I read the article. That's crazy. Like, that would have never happened if it was a player. And I just don't understand. Like, you have a guy being accused of sexual assault and human trafficking. That seems like something that deserves at least a phone call or maybe an email. An email at least, right? Like an email with a couple CCs on it. That seems like the bare minimum for somebody, one of your owners, allegedly human trafficking in person. Like that seems like the minimum that we could have happen is an email sent out asking questions. But no, apparently I read the article was all that was warranted for those type of allegations. So I don't know. I, I thought a phone call and an email at least at a minimum, but maybe that's why I'm not the commissioner of the NBA. So uh, that, that seemed crazy. Could to me. be. Um, yeah. I, I, I... Yeah. So nah, it's, it just sits. I'm going to I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself because I want us <laughs> to continue to be able to get on this platform and talk. Um, oh, yeah. I will right. say that um, owners just in general are um, they kind of been wild. Well, I, I guess I can't say lately um, they have been wilding out lately in the news but apparently this type of behavior has been going on and oh yeah throughout you know, multiple sports. we're just now yeah. hearing about yeah well uh jim ursay um you know was that old buddy he used, old buddy he used to run washington Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it, they, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like, the owners don't have a level of accountability. And no, because they're built players. And yeah, yeah everybody just, just yeah. ignores them. The fact, or the fact that your response, them. right. The fact that your response to something like that was, yeah, I read the article. Like, that's something you say, like, hey, did you see something so and so got traded? Yeah, I read the article. Like, oh, did you see Sports Illustrated closing down? Yeah, I read the article. Yep. Now, hey, did you see one of your owners was human trafficking people? Yeah, I read the article. That doesn't seem like it, the right response to me, you know? But, again, I don't know. Maybe they know something I know. But maybe maybe, maybe Dolan got ahead of it and he sent them an email and they just didn't say. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But on the surface, it looks like they just kind of said, yeah, not that big of a deal to us. But, you know, if that was a player – I don't see it going over that smoothly, but uh, you know. was Dolan on the um, <laughs> the Weinstein list? I mean, I know oh, they nah. were buddy buddy I or whatever, I but <laughs> I didn't. Even, I didn't even look that. I didn't even look. That's a. I guess you know, it's a conversation for a different time. <laughs> yeah, you know. but uh, nah. He, you know, just, what? I wouldn't be surprised. Curious. He probably, he probably just would. curious. Yeah, nah, man. Um. Rules for everybody else, but not for the richest of us. Yeah. And I'll just leave it there because, yeah, I can't really say much more than that. All right. Well, since uh, that's the end of that, let's uh, the coaching carousel. 
And by carousel, I mean it's really only two names that I'm Harbaugh and Belichick. Yeah, I mean, who else is out there that I really care like to know? Like, I don't care who the Panthers hire because they're dead to me. And so, like, I'm just interested to see how this is going to shake out because Harbaugh you can't give up on your team, man. They were your boys forever. You, it's you not like I'm suffering through. I have, I have higher standards than to change teams. But I'm not supporting them. Like, nah, they could they could miss me with that. But you know, I have higher standards in trading, changing teams. But uh, they won't get my support. That is a fact. But now, um, yeah, Harbaugh has ramifications on the college football world. So I care about that. And Bill Belichick, I just want to know, like, why are you still trying to do it? Like, that's why those two two names are interesting to me. So, like, Bill Belichick, like, dude, what else do you want to do? Like. You supposedly don't care what people say about you, so your legacy, you shouldn't care. You don't care about that unless everything that everybody yeah. says about you, oh, Bill, Bill doesn't care about anything. So unless that's not true, if you really do care what these people say about you, then yeah. I can you understand. know it's not true. Everybody cares, man. It's a little bit. Yeah, yeah he has to. Right? I mean, even if it's just a little bit, right. Yeah. He has to because why are you still trying to coach at 72? Like, why are you still putting yourself through that? Like, dude, relax. You have mm-hmm. more money than your 72-year-old ass could spend. Just go chill on a beach somewhere. Like, go relax. You've, you've earned it, Bill. Take it from me. I give you full permission to go chill on a beach. But, um, no, Harbaugh is uh, – I always put an L on his name. Maybe that's just the Southern in me. Har- <laughs> Harbaugh. Harbaugh, <laughs> Harbaugh is uh, – He's uh he had a new demand from uh from Michigan and he's looking for immunity from the NCAA and I respect that um because yeah why wouldn't you why wouldn't you demand immunity from whatever the NCAA finds in their witch hunt because I would hate to sign a contract and then six months down the road they'd be like hey by the way you're fired because of what they found yeah. so not saying that would happen but you got to protect yourself so I think some of the things that they are alleging that happened are silly. Like he held a workout. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. Like he had two players in high school that wanted to get a workout. You should be commending players who, you know what I mean? Kids in high school who say they want to be college players don't and want to work out. Yeah. So I, but to me, that's silly. And then the whole sign stealing thing is silly to me too. So um, I, I, I understand why he would want immunity and protection from the school from Michigan, because the big 10 clearly let him down. And then the NCAA is out to get him for some dumb shit. So, yeah, I mean, the big 10 suspended him without any type of due process, which is crazy. And they did it because the other coaches in the league said, do it like what? That doesn't yeah. even make sense. So the fact that he would want immunity against whatever the Big Ten or the NCAA can find next, like, I understand that. That makes sense. Um, there was, a, I think it was Deadspin or something like that said it was a crazy ask. It might not be Deadspin. Don't don't uh, don't quote me. Topspin? Something spin. I don't know. I read it at work. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, nah, they were saying it was a crazy ask, and I don't think that's a crazy ask. Like, you literally just had your conference attack you and not have your back yeah. and give you the minimum required due process. They didn't. They just asked a couple other coaches to be like, hey, should we suspend him? Yeah. Like, you mean his competition? You ask his competition if he should be suspended, and then you went with that? 
Like, yeah, if I was him, I would want immunity from that type of bullshit too. But you know, that's uh I guess that's just he'll be in uh he'll be in LA next season, so it doesn't matter. I think so. I think so. Uh supposedly he's going in for a second interview. So I think I think yeah, so. I, I think uh, I think I think the big ten got what they wanted. They wanted to run him up out of town, you know, they want uh I firmly believe, you know. Conferences have their favorites, so you know, for ACC, oh, yeah. for the ACC, it's Duke, and for the Big Ten, it just happens to be Ohio State. So, I think uh, he was doing a little too well at beating Ohio State, and uh, you know, they had to get him up out of there. That's my conspiracy theory for today. Yeah, and he so. still got him a national championship, so. which, uh. <sighs> Through all that, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, as the Big Ten and as the Big Ten coaches who said, yeah, suspend him. How much of a sucker do you feel like? Like, you did all of this to get this juice. <laughs> and he still and won. Stop it from the national championship. Like, how much of a lame do you feel? Like, damn, tried it. Couldn't do it. Like, that's just, I don't know. Y'all, y'all lame. Big Ten coaches are lame. That's, that's my biggest takeaway for tonight. Uh, other than that, man, that's oh, all I got. That, that wraps up our recap for the weekend. All right. Good deal. Um, like, share, subscribe to us okay. on YouTube. Um, hit us up by email. Uh, hit us up on TikTok. I mean, you know, I you know, had it. I had it. You, I, you had you messed up my flow, Ty. You messed up my, my flow. I, I had bad. it. I was, I was gonna wrap it off. Here I am trying to give you a dime, and you don't appreciate it. That's cool. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> Your dime messed up my dollar, though. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good. Um, hit us up by email, uh, lazy dad show at iCloud.com. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, uh, hit us up, uh, find us everywhere. Podcasts are found. Um, you got any picks this week or no? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I thought we went over that, but I'll go over it again. I think uh, Ooh, <laughs> I got the Ravens and the 49ers. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, okay. Oh, you mean you mean uh, other games? My bad. Nah, I was kind of just focusing on uh, NFL right okay. now. You know, I've been watching, I've been catching up on college football or college basketball, but mainly I've only been watching the Tar Heels. So I don't know. Uh, I know it's been yeah, crazy. Just, it's I, been I, a lot of upsets, but uh, I'm mad I haven't been I as caught, focused. With uh, these who did they play Saturday? Boston College. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched like the second half of that game, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll start diving into college basketball here. I guess. Yeah, I yeah, mean, so, so far from the the little I've seen and paid attention to outside of the Tar Heels is it doesn't seem like there's like one great team. So feels like it's still uh-huh. up for grabs for anybody to win, especially since it's been so many crazy upsets. So. Uh, like Kansas just last week. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what uh something like the transfer portal will give you. Oh, man, speaking of which, since we got a little bit of time, man, can all of these coaches please stop complaining about the transfer portal? It's getting old. Like, it's ridiculous. 
Like, all y'all want to do is talk about, oh, it costs this much to get a player. It costs that much to get a player. How much does it cost to get you? Like, nobody questioned you when you were asking for your ridiculous salaries. You got coaches who got a salary, then the school pays for the house, then they get a bonus car. Like, what? At one point, uh, who was it? Rich Rod, when he was at West Virginia, his he got a new car every year as long as his offense was in like the top 10 or something crazy like that. But you're upset because the players are getting paid now, man. Get out of here. This is getting annoying. It's getting old. It seems like every week a new coach comes out and complains about players getting paid, but nobody said anything when they're getting paid. Like, come on, man. Stop being crazy. And y'all are the same hey, player, especially Dion. Like, come on, Dion. You're better than that. You're supposed to be a player's coach. You wanted to get paid when you were in college. Why are you upset that players are getting paid now? Like, come on, man. You're supposed to be better than that. But, you know. Hey, man. Rules for the – not for me. I guess so. I guess that goes right back to – It's, it's just like with the owners – um, yeah. just like the owners we were yeah. talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I don't want the rules to apply to me. Um, It's cool – it's cool when they do it, but you know, yeah, I mean, like it just, doesn't make sense. It's just, it's crazy. Like y'all, y'all all wanted, y'all would have wanted to be play, paid when you were playing, especially if you played at a high level. Like, why are you oh, upset yeah. that these these players are getting? If you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at the NCAA because they created this when all they had to do was cut the players a check, like, and that would have been the end of it. Yep. That would have been the end of it. You could have put a cap on it, like, hey, this is the max you can earn. Here's your check. You blow it, that's on you, and then go from there. Y'all are making more than enough money to do it, but you don't want to share, so now the players can go out and get it on their own, and now you're upset. Yeah. So well, you want to blame somebody, blame the NCAA and their incompetency. But, yeah. Hey, sounds like a, sounds like a winner to me, man. Sounds like a winner to me, man. Yeah, um. All right, so, yeah, we're going to get on out of here. Uh, again, like – Share, subscribe on YouTube, uh, The Lazy Dad Show. Uh, you can find us everywhere that podcasts are found. Check us out on TikTok. Check us out on X Twitter. You know you, I, I, you, know you I, don't I, use that X, bro. I, I don't, but I, I'm, I'm, I mean, we... <laughs> I'm... I, <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, man. It's uh it's, I'm it's just a, gonna it's shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not worth it, man. It is it's not worth it. Is this yep. nope, that yep. ain't it. Yep. Yep. All right, man. Um hit us up on email, uh the lazy dash show at iCloud.com. And I think that's it, man. Thanks, yep, that's, that's it. all I so, got. We will catch y'all this weekend. Uh, hopefully, I can convince Tyrese to drive on down. And uh, I said this 50, next 50. We'll I gave it a 50 50 shot. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, All man. right, man. So We're going to get on out of here. Uh, this is Taman. It's Tyrese. We are the Lazy Dads, and y'all have a great evening. Peace.